You're listening to the Canardly Talk Straight Show. Please give a warm welcome to your host, Canardly Talk Straight. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Canardly Talk Straight. Today on the show, we have someone who is considered a folk hero and a legend in ancient Britain. She is a woman whose name evoked fear into the hearts of Romans inhabiting British soil. She has been known throughout history under many names, but the one most popular and the one we know her as is the one and only Boadicea. Boadicea, thanks for joining us. The pleasure is all mine, Canardly. Take us back to the beginning, if you don't mind. The beginning? Long way back? Yes. You sure you want to go there? Well, yes, I think it's a good place to start. It's a very fine place to start. Yes. You have very pretty eyes, do you know that? I, uh... Has anyone ever told you that? Well, no. I mean, yes, my my wife, I, I think, has told me that. You think? Well... You're not sure? I... Marriage a bit rocky, is it then? Well, no, I, I think... You think? It's the sort of thing you should know, Canardly. Look, it's all right, honey. You can tell me I'm a very good listener, if you know what I mean. I think maybe we should get back to the interview. I was married once too, you know. Yes, you, you were married to Prasutagus, is that right? King of the Essene tribe. Not married anymore. No? He died. Uh. Actually, that's what started the whole legendary mythological queen thing. Oh, really? Yes. You know, it gets very lonely being a queen without a king. Is that right? You'd make a nice king, Canardly. I... well, that's very kind of you. I doubt you'd be any good on the battlefield. But don't worry, I can look after that. Right. Well, you did look after that after your husband died, is that right? Well, kind of. It was what happened after he died that started it all. Right. See, he left our daughters half the kingdom, and very generously in my mind, half to the Roman emperor in his will. Mm -hmm. But when he died, they decided to ignore all that and annex the lot. No. Yes. Not only that, but they decided donations they had given all the kingdoms of Britain Mm -hmm. were now loans, which they called in. Ah. Well, that just got my goat, that did. On top of that, They tied me to a post and gave me a good flogging. No. I won't even mention what they did to my daughters. So that was the moment you began your career as a conqueror? Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself as a conqueror. Uh. I consider myself a defender. Conquerors are what comes of men with small man syndrome, if you know what I mean. Mmm. I'm not quite sure I follow. All the conquerors of the world are men merely making up for their deficiencies in size. Mm Mm-hmm. Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. not so great. He's only five foot tall. Uh, Genghis Khan, mm-hmm. five foot six. Julius Caesar, five seven. Mm. Napoleon, five two. Need I go on? And don't give me that crap about the average height of the time. I'm six foot. Uh, so they didn't invite you into the Dead Conquerors Club? Why would I want to be in a club with a bunch of leprechauns? Okay, so Defender it is. Did you start the revolt right away? Oh, we were revolting, Canardly. We revolted all over the place. Mm. First of all, I spoke to the Trinovantes tribe. Mm -hmm. They were from what I think is now called Essex. Mm -hmm. They were peeved with the Romans since they got here, so they were happy to revolt. Mm. And once we started... Everyone wanted to join in. That's how much they loved the Romans. Mm. So how did it start? Well, at the time, the Roman governor, Gaius Suetonius Paulinus, Mm -hmm. was off conquering this small island in Wales called Mona. Uh So he got a bit of a shock when we decided to revolt because he had to run back and do something. Mm. Only then it was too late. Mm -hmm. We started with this Roman settlement, Camulodunum. I think it's called 
Colchester now? Yes. This place was like a retirement village for military veterans, only they seemed to think they could treat everybody like dirt. Mm -hmm. They threw locals out of their houses, took all their land and money, and didn't care if they starved. Mm -hmm. Big mistake is all I can say. What happened? We burned that place to the ground. I see. I mean, before the Romans got there, most of the land around the place belonged to the Trinovantes anyway. Mm -hmm. So they got their comeuppance. Right. What was great about it was they built this temple to worship the emperor. Mm -hmm. There was this bronze statue of Nero outside it. Uh I took its head as a trophy. A bit symbolic, you know, cutting the head off the empire and all that. They can't have liked that very much. Oh, they were none too impressed, but then neither were we. I mean, they were very disrespectful people, you know. So you've taken Camelodnum. Where to next? Londinium. London? Yeah, see, I don't know why you people have to change the name. I mean, the name Londinium has a poetry about it, you know. But London, not so much. Yes, but but these are Latin names made up by the Romans. I would have thought you wouldn't like that. I'm a very complex woman, Canardly. Mm. Perhaps we should take some time to get to know each other. What with your marriage on the rocks and all. My marriage is not on the rocks. Oh, you keep telling yourself that. It's not. Then why do you keep flirting with me? You're flirting with me. Look, we can argue about who flirted with who all night long. I think at best we just stick to the story, all right? But... Okay, fine. Here's the thing. No one liked the Romans, not even other Romans. Right. But you can't discredit the fact they did some things well. I see. Not bad lovers, great cooks, poetic language. Mmm. Pretty good fashion sense, excellent road builders. Yes. Terrible at public relations. Mmm. Which is why we took Londinium. Now, at this stage, Suetonius had made it back from Wales, is that right? Correct. Only he had seen what we did in Camulodunum. We destroyed it. Right. Quintus Petilius Cerealis, the commander of the legion, had run off to Gaul with his tail between his legs and no more legion. Ah. So Suetonius decided he couldn't take us on. Yet. You can be a real downer sometimes, can't you, Canardly? If we're going to have a future together, we're going to have to do something about that. We're not going to have a future together. Well, not with that attitude, no. Um. Okay, yes, you are right. He let us burn Londinium to the ground, which we did. Right. But in the meantime, he started scrounging up what army he could to take us on. Which he did. See, there you go again. Total bummer. So what year was this? This would have been in the year 60 or 61. Mm -hmm. It was a long time ago, Canardly. Hard to remember. And how many followers did you have at that stage? Well over 200,000 at that stage. And how many did Suetonius manage to gather? Well, you'd have to ask him that. He said around 10,000. Well then, clearly we were far more popular. And yet he still beat you. You're pushing me to seriously reconsider our relationship. There is no relationship. Yes, he did beat us. Mm -hmm. We were probably a bit overconfident, and to be honest, I just wasn't feeling well. Mm. Which played out in the fact that I actually died by the end of this battle, not because I was killed, but because I was sick. So you died of illness. There were some rumours that you poisoned yourself. Illness, poison... Illness because of poison, who knows? Mm. I mean, there was a famine on. If you stuck anything in front of me, I would have taken it, you know? Yes. All I know is I was feeling pretty crook, we lost, and I died. And according to chronicler Cassius Dio, your funeral was quite an elaborate affair. It was quite a send-off. It was nice, you know? Uh It means a lot of people liked what I was trying to do. Boadicea, thank you for your time. Pleasure is all mine, cutie. Call me. Would you please put your hands together once more, ladies and gentlemen, for Boadicea. And as we like to say here at Yesterday Today, if you wish to find out more information about Boadicea, just Google it. Hello, Canardly Talk Straight here. I'd like to invite you to be part of something big. 
If you follow the show and share with your friends, which I'm sure you can figure out how to do without any assistance, a new star system will be created in your honor, way over the other side of the universe. You will never be able to see it or travel to it because such travel is only possible on science fiction programs and in the imagination of small children who don't know any better. In fact, it won't do you any good whatsoever. You can try mentioning it at a dinner party with your friends, but no one will believe you. In fact, some may start to avoid you. But you will know it's there because you have my word. And isn't that what really matters? So please follow and share. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Canardly Talk Straight Show. Stay tuned to this channel for more episodes.